All right, welcome back to the QW Podcast. This is number five, and I've got my friend Seth Ellsworth with me today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hey guys, I'm Seth. Um, I went to Timberline High School with Quinn here. Um, we met in our newspaper class. We actually had physics class together too, but we didn't really talk to each other much uh, in physics class. Cause... It's because it was 7 a.m. physics. <laughs> <laughs> with... Um, a wonderful, wonderful teacher. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah, no, we uh, kind of bonded through uh, doing the sports uh, section on the newspaper together, being the only two that uh, knew what a ball was in that um, <laughs> class. That was a, a different crowd than I think we were both used to, but that was a really good time. Yeah, yeah, no, that was fun. Um, you know, some you meet some of, the, some of those people, and, um, you know, they're actually pretty cool you know it's just not in, not in the ways you're used to right yeah it took some getting used to but man if it's true that you bond best over suffering that 730 physics is rough dude that's the best bonding you get dude i yeah that if you get called like getting yelled at by the teacher bonding then... <laughs> i did it he just picked on you a lot dude i don't know why it was because because uh, me and my me and my older brother we were always late um going yeah, into true. that class well, my older brother was late. I'll tell you. Um, so the first semester of the, of the junior year, it was when my older brother still lived here, and um, we would uh, <laughs> we would try to be getting in and out of like the shower and stuff at the same time. But he was he's always like really slow in the mornings, and yeah. um, so every time he drove me, we would end up being late because I didn't even have my license at that point. But um, the semester after he left, when I was driving myself. I was not late to school one single time. <laughs> I remember you came in once, and he's like, why are you late, Seth? And you're like, it's my older brother's fault, and he was not having it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's the, I, I'm trying to be honest with you, uh, you know, and uh, yeah, no, that, that was not fun getting a Saturday school for being late so many you times. You actually got it? Yeah, we got Saturday school, and then it was kind of funny, just because <laughs> everyone's like, you know, why are you here? No, I was high as shit at school. And then, um, <laughs> why are you here? I was late to school too many times. <laughs> yeah, they cracked down on it. Yeah. Like, halfway through the first semester. Like, it wasn't a big deal at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, you guys gotta stop being late. And he started handing out those. Yeah, it's, we weren't, like, terribly late or anything, you know. Um, right. Like, it was, like, about five minutes here, ten minutes here. Yeah. Maybe maybe that affected my grade in the class. It certainly didn't affect my older brother's grade. But, uh, it really sucked, though, because if you were late and he was doing those, he did the homework check right at the beginning of class mm -hmm. sometimes. So if you were late, you just didn't get to show him that you did the homework. Oh, I, honestly, I kind of forgot about that. That, yeah. that might be a But then if you sat like, in the back of the class, then he'd get to your homework last and he could rush through a whole bunch of it while he's checking everybody else's. Mm -hmm. no, yeah, I remember you sat behind me. Uh, you sat next to like, some foreign exchange student yeah, from, I think the second from Holland, Yeah, I think. Uh, and I, honestly, I didn't talk to you for a while. I kind of just assumed you were a foreign exchange student too. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> I don't think I said two words in that class, dude. I was just trying to stay awake. Yeah, you're just like you're, you're smiling a whole lot, but like just no. vibing. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I was laughing at him, picking on you. <laughs> Remember when he uh, shocked me with the uh, yeah with the I don't know what the thing is like the when we're learning about circuits. He was like, he goes, yeah, and you can do this. 
we all know why he shocked me, but like, right. he was like, oh, I probably should have asked you before to do that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's fine. He's coughing up the worst. <laughs> Dude, he was, something was seriously wrong with that guy. He, uh, coughing up loogies. <laughs> Dude, that was horrible. Like, it was definitely, it was probably COVID before, before probably. COVID happened, but, um, yeah, no, he would just like, he got into a whole like, routine I, I we saw him perfect his technique slowly uh over the course of the semester of hacking it up he would like place his hand on his chest and then go over to the trash can just randomly and hack it up <laughs> i still have that uh, that live photo that accident because i you know I take a picture of the uh, like a whiteboard and uh i don't know apple has the thing where it'll uh like record a little video when you take the take yeah. the photo and um in the background you can hear him hacking up a loogie <laughs> I don't know, man, that was gross. <laughs> he did that for a long time, too. It wasn't like a week or two he was sick. Yeah, no, he was sick like a couple, like two months or something. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, at least we didn't have like a substitute teacher for two months. That probably would have been worse with how hard that class was. At that least was it, was, it was hard for me. No, it was, yeah. <laughs> Not for my older brother, though, even though he was late. Because yeah. my older brother was at the end of the uh, first row. And so he, he, uh, I was, I sat at the top left, the very first person's homework he would check. Mm -hmm. So I, I wouldn't have time to ever do it really yeah. uh, in class, but my older brother would just be like, just okay, done. It. Yeah. It was easy to him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Physics comes natural to some people. Yeah. Not me. Are you taking, are you still taking college classes? Um, so I was taking, um, a history class just to have one credit still, but, um, just with how busy I was, and it didn't really line up with my work schedule and stuff, I just dropped it. And the the football scouting class too, right? Mm -hmm. Are you still doing that, or is that over? Yeah, it's not over yet, but it's gonna go into the um, into the time period that I'm leaving for Alaska. Okay. And so I'm not gonna be able to do it in Alaska. I mean, I. And uh, even, like, the last, like, maybe, like, two weeks, I've been kind of just mostly preparing to go to Alaska, so I haven't I haven't really gotten a whole lot done in it. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it was, it was kind of way tougher than I thought. Like, um, it's definitely, it's like a college, you know, a couple college classes load worth of work, because even the people in that class, like, there's, like, several, like, um, high school head coaches, there's, like, uh a reporter for the CFL in there. Okay. What is the class exactly? Because I'm the only one that knows. Oh, yeah. So it's a um, just a football scouting class teaching you how to scout the different positions of uh, football from a professional standpoint because, um, you know, they want you, you know, people on the internet can, you know, teach themselves kind of, but then there's, you know, professional terminology and all that and uh, – certain things that you're supposed to look for with um, you know, when scouting players. And actually the thing that I've, in, that I encountered that has really slowed me down that class the most was um, the complicated terminology with, with uh, like scheme football schemes and stuff, because okay. I quickly found out I did not know as much as I thought I did. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and like, if I'm like watching there, they had probably like, maybe like 70 hours of videos that they had for you to watch. Dang. And this just for one position group. And 
some of the videos are like you know like two hours some are like 15 minutes but like for the one is like two hours and um i'm you know what you know trying to watch the video but then they you know use some complicated language i'm like what does that mean like yeah they're like yeah a spider you know, you know as you know john gruden says you know spider y2 banana i'm like okay pause the b- video what does that mean yeah look it up so it turned like a two-hour video into like a multi-day task Dang. just to watch okay which um because it's a lot like when you're playing the sport you can recognize stuff that's going to happen mm-hmm. but yeah it's a lot different to know all the terminology and everything. yeah it's just because you know when you're playing it you only have to know um your position you know what you're going to do and it, you have your scheme for your team yeah and it's different from every team and um and yeah different with every position especially uh because the first module i was doing actually the one i i'm still stuck on it the first one they they, they told us like yeah some of you guys will get like two to six of them done probably you know some less than that even some more i was in the less than section because the the offensive line man i was like okay i played you know two years offensive line in high school i'm pretty sure i know what i'm talking about but then with how involved the offensive line is in the uh, entire play you kind of have to like learn like just a lot more than I thought I was going to have to, which yeah. isn't a bad thing. You know, I've definitely learned a lot, but um, it is like a little frustrating because at times you feel like, you know, I'm not moving through these at all really mm-hmm. fast. And then you see some of the other people in the class, like posting on Twitter, how fast they've been moving through it and stuff. Uh, and you're like, you're like, okay, I guess that guy is like a little like offensive line coach for the, you know, for his like high school or something. Okay. And so I don't feel as bad, but, um, do you feel like you learned anything about playing through it? Like if you went back, you'd know more. 100%. Yeah. yeah. No, there's like several, like, um, just like even like basic techniques with blocking that I learned. I was like, oh, wow, I did that wrong. Or, wow, oh. that explains why I struggled with that. Cause that makes a whole lot of sense. Like hand placement and stuff like okay. that. Oh, this is why I didn't get recruited. <laughs> yeah, no. well, the, the, maybe it was the the five five ten uh, two hundred uh, pounds is why I didn't get recruited at all. But can't say I wouldn't have recruited myself. So yeah, well, I noticed that when I started coaching baseball, especially when I was working with catchers, because I was a catcher, mm-hmm. and it's like like a constant refresher where you think of things that like you completely forgot about, and it's like, oh yeah, this is how you're supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, like one thing in particular that I noticed, or that that I noticed that I learned, was um, when a, like a right tackle is blocking someone on their pass set, you're supposed, they said that they want your left hand, uh, when you like, when you shoot out, the hit, hit the end with your hands or the whoever's like, you know, whoever you're supposed to block, um, you're actually supposed to have your left hand on their, uh, on their inside shoulder. Or I'm um, just for specifically for right tackle. Your left hand on their inside shoulder, and then your right hand, uh, just hit them in the in the like center of their chest. In which I would try and just hit my hands, um, just kind of like where they're like essentially about where their armpit was. Um, okay, that's what I would have. And like, then yeah, yeah, because you're like block them square on, right? And right. That's actually how I. Th- I'm pretty sure that's how a guard is supposed to uh, block um, block their position that makes sense because they're Mm. closer to the middle right yeah yeah center guard tackle Mm -hmm. okay yeah that's pretty interesting 
Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, I don't know, frustrating in a way. I was like, I wish I knew that before. Yeah. But then, it, you know, almost, like, would make me want to, like, go out and, like, show people, hey, this is how you're supposed to do it, you know? Coaching's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to try to, I actually have a baseball tryout on Thursday to play an adult league. Oh, but okay. But coaching is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. So I got to see this group of kids that I've been coaching since, basically, since we moved here. They're on the, they're playing in the high school program now. They're on the seventh and eighth grade team, or some of them are on the freshman team, but they're in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And it's like almost out of my hands now. That's why I'm trying out for this adult league because it's like all my proteges are beyond my reach. Well, hey, then maybe you can uh, you can move up, you know, try and get get a job with, with the high school or something. I was invited to coach. Actually, uh, Matt, the guy that I was telling you I had on the podcast, he's mm-hmm. coaching the seventh and eighth grade team. Okay, and he invited me to be his assistant coach, but. I'm taking classes and working and doing the podcast and mm-hmm. just couldn't make it work. Yeah. No, that would have been, that would have been cool for sure. But yeah, you know, but sometimes it's like you, you have all this time to do things. And then other times you're like, well, where'd all that time go? Yeah. And then, yeah. Too bad there's no adult league football. Yeah. There might be flag football. There, Yeah. That, which that was what I was, when I was little, that's, that's the sport I was really good at was flag football. Cause um, that was a shock uh, that I had uh, going from flag to like tackle football is how complicated football tackle football is compared to flag football like flag football they're just like you know you get your routes you're like okay run here run here run here and then it's like okay you know you play zone man or whatever yeah but um tackle football is just there's more positions so there's like you know special you know learning what to do and then it's the really I, I think it's the offensive and defensive line that's what makes it so complicated because um there it changes like the responsibilities of like certain players um like the linebackers and stuff but yeah that was a big shock i had definitely what, yeah what position did you have or what position did you play before offensive line uh before so really i was just uh like when i played flag football when i was little i'd be you know, typical wide receiver and, you know, cornerback. And yeah, I was pretty decent at that, I'd like to say, because um happened to win uh, MVP for my, uh, uh, in sixth grade for my flag football team. And that felt pretty good because cool. they, they do like an award show in front of like the whole school. And, um, which it was the, it was the B team, granted, but I just, uh, I really I didn't get along with the 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 coach on the A team, mostly because uh, initially when I had moved to that school, um, my mom tried to get me on like the flag football league that was like outside of school, and so she like called him up, and then he and then he you know, he was kind of like mean to her not not mean oh. but like a little rude and he was like who is this <laughs> and she was like just Seth and he's like we don't have any more room on the team mm. and stuff but um. Yeah, I st- actually, yeah, that was my my, my last year. I played f- flag football was sixth grade, and so, and then in seventh grade, I finally, after years of trying to convince my parents, because I always wanted to play tackle football, you know, more than flag football, because you know you don't, no kid is like watching like the I don't know like professional flag football league, like that's what I want to do <laughs> when I'm older. Yeah, it's a good outlet. Tackle football is a much better outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and um. Which, it was so much different that I remember I would, like, 
go initially um like i go home from the practices like in tears just because i was like i didn't know it hurt this badly oh. you know i wasn't i wasn't used to getting like tackled and stuff i right. um especially when i when i joined uh i was in this uh league that was um or the the team or like the, the, the division i signed up for was um an unlimited weight so unlimited weight league and i uh, the one below it was like 105 pounds or less and um the 105 pounds or less league was filled up i probably weighed like 99 pounds Dang. when i started in this like seventh grade and um I would have to drink like they do weigh-ins before each game, and the minimum weight for the unlimited weight league was 105 because you know below that was the other one, and so I'd drink a bunch of water before each game until I was 105 pounds. Oh my god! And um, yeah, I never missed weight, but um, it's not fun running to the bathroom like three times during a game, <laughs> especially with all these like pads you have on, and you're yeah. like, you know, trying to just do a splash and dash or something, and. Uh, but no, that was, it was definitely uh, I like value that experience now because it definitely like toughened me up. Yeah. I'd say I was, I was not a very tough guy before I started playing that, but um, just getting like <laughs> getting rocked by dudes that were the size of my dad probably like <laughs> helped it's a humbling. lot. Yeah, no, we had this dude who was like you know like six feet tall, like two hundred pounds, and before each practice, the coach the coach would be like crack the pads crack the pads and we would just like line up in this line and like ram our shoulder pads into each other <laughs> just some old school football right there mm-hmm. yeah which it, i wish i could crack the pads now but like back then like i would go like they'd be like good job getting back to your feet ellsworth would, thanks guys <laughs> Like, I, I would be like, man, I, I can't wait till this is over so we can just run laps around the field or something. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever think maybe I should just go back to flag football? Um, Actually, yeah, initially. But then once I got in there, I was like, you know, I was like, okay, this isn't that bad. And, you know, eventually I liked it. And the next year I was like, you know, like one, 120 pounds or something in okay, eighth grade. Okay, that was what I was going to ask next because... 99 pounds your 7th grade as a 7th grader is a huge jump to offensive line your sophomore year? Uh, junior year? Yeah, junior year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause, well, so my um, yeah, so 7th grade I was like 99 pounds. Maybe by the end of it I was like 103 or something. But then I got up to like one 120 during um, the beginning of the football year. But then like during the year, by the end of football, I was like 150 pounds, and I don't know how I don't Damn. know how I gained it all, because I was like active and stuff. That's crazy. And then I'm it probably wasn't muscle because, uh, you know, I wasn't working out then, and then um, I really didn't do much for like the summer after that, and then the beginning of my freshman year, I was 170 pounds. What and the heck? and yeah, so I went just to, all natural, just it came on. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe okay. I was like eating bad, and I actually I think my my basketball hoop broke and I didn't play like, uh, cause I'd have a basketball hoop in front of my house. You lost I, all that cardio. Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't like out front playing basketball and I, and I moved actually. Yeah. I moved, um, houses and initially, um, uh, before I moved, I had a, a neighbor that, I, that was like my age. Um, and we would play basketball 
you know, together like every single day. We were just always out front playing. That's cool. And, yeah, no, it was a lot How many of times fun. have you moved schools? Well, let me think. So, do you like from the beginning? Were you going like preschool or? Uh... Um, we'll start at, we'll say after third grade because I feel like that's kind of when people have their friends. Um, well, so if we're going, so I went to this school called Goodman Elementary in Chandler, Arizona. And then that was um, in third grade. I then moved to Phoenix, Arizona, and I went to a school called St. Thomas the Apostle Catholic School. You were, I didn't know you were a Catholic school kid. Oh, yeah, no. That was, it was the school my dad went to, and so okay. he like really wanted me to go there. And that was, um, that was a lot of fun, you know. Um, had a lot of fun there. And then in seventh grade, um, which right before, like, because the, the St. Thomas was uh, K-8, through so um, seventh grade I moved to a public school, and, um, well, not seventh grade, eighth, eighth grade I was uh, in a public school, because seventh grade my, was my last year in the private school, but that was, um, it was kind of a, not a culture shock, but um, I would definitely say people did not act the same there, like, I'd, from Catholic school? Yeah, no, yeah, it's just like not. at Catholic school, you never, no one, you don't see any like fights or anything, really. I probably couldn't say like I ever saw a fight there. And then, and then in eighth grade, I probably saw like five or six fights at the school. And I was like, holy cow, <laughs> this is kind of crazy. But then, you know, and then you just find your new group of friends and kind of move on. It was, and it was before I had a phone. So it was kind of hard to like keep in touch with uh, all the kids from my old school. Okay. And, but yeah, no, I had definitely had fun there too. Um, Is it hard to make new friends every time you move? Um, kind of, but like y you get better at it. It's it's almost easier when you're little, um, True. because you just kind of go like, "I like football," and then they're like, yeah. "I like football too." And, and your kids friends are so nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then so from. Ingle, so it was called Ingleside, Ingleside uh, Middle School. And then um, after Ingleside, I went to uh, Saguaro High School in Scottsdale, Arizona, which um, that was a whole lot of fun, too. I That was my freshman year. They, they had a really good football program. They, um, and then, but I still went there my sophomore year, but then I had ankle surgery. And that was when I kind of even got heavier because you're off your feet the whole time. Yeah. I got really heavy, but my arms got really big from carrying my fat body around <laughs> on crutches. So, uh, <laughs> little jail body going on. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's fine. But then you're moved to Timberline. I guess you were yeah. on the football team. So you kind of had that. Yeah. It's, yeah. That was something I really valued was like having the football team there though. Um, I'll definitely say it's like at my school in Arizona, um, Saguaro, the like the football team they would pretty much go like go everywhere together, do everything together, hang out together. That's cool. Uh, but at Timberline, it was it wasn't really like that because um, I don't know people. Just the football team wasn't very good at Timberline, and um, at my school in Arizona, they were like four or five times state champions in a row or something. Oh dang. But, like Timberline's baseball team, exactly. Like, um, and then I went. I went to. Uh, <laughs> I went from a team that like 
we went like lost like one game my freshman year. I didn't play my sophomore year, but then I went to Timberline, and then we lost every single game my junior year. Yeah, literally, we didn't win. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> my parents I remember were like, that. how come you don't go to the football games? Because <laughs> they suck. <laughs> and that was before I really... Uh, yeah, because it was my senior year that we, or our senior year that we yeah. really got to know each other. But um, yeah, it was a not not a dumpster fire. There was definitely learning experiences. <laughs> I learned that I did not like losing every single game. Um, losing sucks way more than winning is fun. I would yes, yeah, no. At a point, kind of, we started kind of getting like discouraged, you know, towards the end. Yeah, like, stop caring so much. Yeah, so the point, like, the next year when we, um, so in our first game, you know, senior year, we got blown out just <laughs> really bad by, uh, what was it, Mountain View, like 44 to zero. I was like, oh, oh man. No. I was like, oh, no. It's going to be like last year. Yeah. And then um, the second game, we we were winning for a while, and we were like, okay, you know, we have this. It was against Capital, you know, we were like. No, we're we're actually gonna win this, and then they scored like a touchdown with like one minute to go, and then we lost. Dang! And we're like, okay. But you got a taste. Mm-hmm. Then um, third game, we were playing uh, Meridian, and we were down. Uh, we I think we had like maybe like three points or something, in with like two minutes to go in the fourth quarter, but then um, we scored. Was it like twenty twenty two points in the final two minutes? And then we won the game because uh, our the offensive a, line finally started blocking. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that is a big key to the success of a team is um, if because if the running back can actually go somewhere, you know, yeah, he, and then we have success. But really, I I would credit that game entirely to our quarterback uh, Andy Peters, who he kind of put us on his back and like. He was like, we completed a long touchdown. Then we, uh, like, used all three of our timeouts on defense. We got the ball back, scored another long touchdown. Um, then we got an onside kick, and then we were like, uh, then we drove down the field, and then um, we were at like the, I think like the fifteen or twenty yard line, and then we threw a threw a pass as time expired to win the game. Damn. And that was the only time I have ever cried after like winning a game because you I was cried? dude, I was like so I well, it was like a year and a half of losing. I uh I was like it was the weirdest feeling. I felt like after I felt like I was going to throw up like and then and then all of a sudden and then it like went from throw up to like tears. <laughs> cuz I was just so tired cuz we were we were getting our butts kicked that entire game. It was like to the point where the other team had put in their backups, and the, we were, there was oh, like, man. and we had like you know soft sophomores and like uh, you know sophomores like they were like, oh, good game, guys. <laughs> Is that when the when the new running back took over? Um, so that was probably no. I, cap the capital game was really okay. when he started because uh, I was like, man, who is this guy? Some sophomore, and then he scored like an 80-yard touchdown. I was like, maybe we should keep this guy in all the time. <laughs> Shout out Andy Peters, though. He's actually a pretty cool dude. I liked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in our phys- physics class. Was he really? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, no, because, um, you know, our physics teacher was really into uh, um, basketball. Yeah. And um, Andy was also on the basketball team. And I remember him like being like, 
oh yeah, you got any highlights or anything? And then like Andy showed I him a video of him that, like now that you said of him it. dunking and stuff. But yeah, he was in my English class our senior year, but then he graduated in December. He graduated. Yeah, he graduated early. early. Yeah. Oh, he's a cool dude. So what's going on with this? Where are you headed in Alaska? Um, so I'm going up to uh to Juneau, which is like the closest, pretty closest Alaskan city to the the what, mainland of the United States, and um, I'm gonna be selling, not selling, but um, working at a t-shirt shop oh. uh, called Alaskan T-shirt Company, and um, what we do there is they just it's a shop that's right next to where all the cruise ships dock and stuff, and it's probably like a hundred yards. I looked at a picture of it from that, and um, just all the people get off the boat and uh, go and buy "Welcome to Alaska" merchandise. Okay, so it's kind of a touristy thing. Oh, definitely, one hundred percent. Do they actually make the T-shirts, or they just put logos on them and sell them? Um, I think they're. Well, there's the factory is there that. I don't know if they just like you know get like shirts and then print stuff on them, but yeah. like uh, you might want to figure out how this company works. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> as long as they pay me money, I don't know if I care really. <laughs> <laughs> how did you hear about this? Um, so my I have a coworker uh, named Mario. Well, had where well he will be my future coworker, but um, our our manager at work he uh, I won't drop any names, but he uh. He wouldn't. Sh- he stopped showing up for a while. Just like he didn't stop showing up. He was incredibly inconsistent with showing up, and um, kind of like screwed us over. Like probably like five or six times because he would like no call, no show. Oh. And um, you're like, dude, if you're not gonna show up, at least like call and let us know that we're gonna be like down someone because um, we would get um, the amount of orders we get we would get at work because we do um, you know online groceries. And um, the amount of orders we would get depended on uh, how many people were on shift or scheduled on shift. And um, oh. so if he, he scheduled with us, you know, at the same time, then we're getting double the amount of orders that one person is supposed to be able to handle. You're hustling your ass off. Yeah, no. It's a, it wasn't not a hard job, but it's hard when you have a lot to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Every time I see you in there, you're doing nothing. <laughs> really? <laughs> do you ever like, do you ever see me in there? Yeah, I've seen you a couple times at Albertsons. I, I've never seen you there. Well, that's funny. I definitely. Well, I, t- I stopped and talked to you one time. You were mm. you were doing something in like the frozen section. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Just lounging around. <laughs> <laughs> no no we were we would, I yeah no sometimes we would have like zero not zero orders but like five orders for the day oh. and so they would make me go over to a different department. Even though it's not my job description technically, but um, you do the curbside. Yeah, mm-hmm. just All the take curbside it. orders. Yeah, and, you know, just easy. You know, go push a cart around, grab everything that they want, and substitute things that we don't have. Sometimes, though, people can be really picky about that. Also, like, the people that substitute stuff can be absolutely terrible at it. Uh, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I I understand that because. Uh, <laughs> We had, for a while, we had a um, a guy who we worked with in that department who was um, visually impaired. And by visually impaired, I mean uh, completely blind in one oh. eye and, like, partially in the other. Which, you know, you know, it's, uh, it just probably wasn't the right job for him. 
because uh, you know being able to see what the product is really really mattered. You need to be able to see. And yeah, that was so uh, people would be like, yeah, why did I get why did I get this thing substituted? I went and found it in the store and yeah, and um, there we definitely lost some customers from that. <laughs> they do. I'd come up to I mean and tell me and they'd be like, yeah. I'm. I think I'm going to uh, Fred Meyer now. Yeah, and I'd be like, "Oh, I don't blame you." <laughs> we went to a family friend's house one time, and the wife was gonna cook, and she did the online order at I think it was at Costco, <laughs> and she needed powdered sugar, and they substituted brown sugar, and she got like twelve pounds brown sugar. <laughs> it was like, what are we supposed to do with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, that's that's awful. Um, <laughs> so there's definitely like, been not, some that are like not even not even cane applicable. sugar. Wow, because cane sugar you can you blend it up and then it's powdered sugar. Oh, didn't know that. Did you learn that from working? Not from the internet. Uh, that might have been. I might be might have been lied to. But um, TikTok is that a TikTok? That is a hundred percent a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> One of the life hack TikToks. Yeah. Dude, some of those are actually kind of nice. Yeah, no. The, my mom has actually gotten really into like uh not watching TikTok, but she'll um like get like the tips and tricks off of YouTube and stuff. Oh, and like, yeah. YouTube like, shorts sucks me in. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. They can be pretty addicting. Like yeah. you're just like watching them because you're just scrolling and then you're like, oh my gosh, it's been an hour and a half. I got a huge strain the other day of uh, just Nate Diaz gangster moments. <laughs> <laughs> he had some of the best trash talking moments with Connor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no one knows what a gazelle is. I got that one. I I don't think I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah, no, they haven't. UFC hasn't been in uh, Boise for a while. I was looking at that, and actually, it was it was here when I um when I moved here. I think um, we looked that up one time. Because I had to ask my mom. I was like, when did we actually move here? But we moved here in like June of 2018. Okay. And um, I, and I looked and the thing was, uh, happened in July of 2018. And there's somebody actually notable on the Oh yeah, no, on it the was, undercard. Um, it was, uh, I think Volkanovsky was on okay. the undercard. That sounds right. Which that would have been like awesome to see right yeah and well, have that ticket stub mm-hmm. especially like you know now with how good he is of course at the time you'd have been like oh it's just it's just alexander volkanovsky you know yeah who cares but um no that would have been awesome i think it was it was headlined by uh junior dos santos who he was a champion heavyweight champion for a while but he retired recently it's kind of weird because I'm pretty new to UFC, mm-hmm. but all the people that were champion when I started watching are no longer champion. Yeah, yeah, no. It's like the next wave. For a while, it felt like this, the same dudes were champion, but... Um, I thought they were unbeatable. I thought maybe... Um, I thought Usman would be the first of like Nganu Adesanya and Usman to lose. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I really thought Adesanya was indestructible. Dude, one of the first times I ever watched UFC was when he did the he did the ring walk with the urn. Oh, really? Yeah, do you remember that? Not really, honestly. Oh, it was I don't, sick. The ring walks, like, when they do all the, like, extra stuff, like, I'm like, uh... Oh, like, I, I He it. does have some pretty cool ones where, you know, with the, like, professional, like, choreographers and stuff. And, yeah. No, but, this dude came out, he had, like, a black hood and everything, kind of like... When we watched uh, Wilder, do you remember his outfit? 
that yeah that it he blamed looked, on for losing. <laughs> yeah, yep. It looked kind of similar to that, like a similar color mm-hmm. scheme. And he was like all serious and focused, and had an urn that he walked out with. It was really cool. Was that against? Was that against Whitaker? It might have been because he didn't. I don't think he started doing the cool walkout stuff until he was champion. Right, right. Because you get totally ripped for it if you weren't champion. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like someone making their debut and they're just like dancing and stuff and everyone's like, who is this guy? Unless you had like hype going into it, but. I always thought it'd be cool to do a ring walk with no music. I feel like that would be like the coldest. Yeah, unless you like had like squeaky shoes or something. (laughs) And then all you hear hear is like, all you hear is like Spongebob noises. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe during COVID that wasn't a good idea. Yeah, when they, because they built the. Was it the UFC Apex uh, yeah. for just specifically for the time period when COVID was at its height? Because um, you know they couldn't they couldn't have a crowd they couldn't have like a bunch of people in there right and it was to the point where um, they even built the place in uh, Abu Dhabi, um, which is not in the United States because there's no COVID restrictions um, there. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, UFC is pretty cool for how independent they are and how much they let their fighters be themselves. The fighters do some stuff where in other leagues they would get like long-term suspensions. Yeah. I mean, they they let them be like their personality. They they'll let that shine through, but um yeah. in terms of like their contract, they don't actually have a whole lot of freedom. No. Um which it makes be- it makes sense cuz they're, they're like, "Well, why can't I go off and do like, you know, a couple boxing fights?" Well, it's because the UFC needs you more than like once, once every like you know year, you know. Yeah. Uh, with um, you know, you, you don't want like um, there to be only like ten championship defenses in ten years or something. Yeah. But um. They let Connor go box. They well, Connor's bigger than the UFC practically, yeah, so uh, that's why. <laughs> He's kind of like yeah. He almost peaked too early. Like, it seemed like his prime was before he... Because he has no title defenses, right? I don't think he ever actually defended one. Um, You know, I couldn't tell you, honestly, because the height of him was, like, before I really, like, got into watching UFC. Okay. Um, Because I, I remember, like, the... I think the first one... I watched of his was when he got you know messed up by Khabib and uh, Khabib was legit though. Yeah, and, and but going into it, I was like, oh, I've only heard of this Conor McGregor guy. Who's this Khabib guy? That's just oh, he's wrestling. Oh, what a yeah, what a cares? little baby dude. <laughs> <laughs> Conor was special. Mm-hmm. The ultimate trash talker. Yeah, no, he is. He's very polarizing, you know. Um, yeah, I used to hate him. But now I kind of understand that it's it was probably a show that he's putting on to kind of build yeah. his brand or whatever. But mm-hmm. so I respect it a little bit more. But it was pretty obnoxious. But mm-hmm. if you can back it up, yeah, right. But can back up those titles, right? Uh, <laughs> I think so. I think that one that you were just talking about, Khabib. I think Connor was champion during that fight. I'm oh, he was, he was champion, but he, yeah, that's not a successful defense, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think he ever successfully defended a title. Yeah, did knocked out Aldo. I think because he went one. I think he went one forty five to one fifty five, and now he's he's supposed to fight Mike Chandler at one seventy. Okay, that's the cool part about 
Connor is that he's he's always been willing to just take the best fight. Whoever mm. whoever wants it can get it, whatever weight class yeah. you're in. Yeah, I don't know. He kind of, I think he ducked Nganu, though, in the heavyweight action. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you put on 60 pounds and get your ass out there? <laughs> uh, he, he'd look like a, I don't know, like a buff dwarf or something, right, out there. He's only like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, he actually looks massive right now, though. Mm-hmm. Well... Yeah, little juice. That's what I think. That he's not enrolled in like the anti-doping um, right now. Oh, and so people kind of are like, "Well, that's kind of dumb that he's like not enrolled and he could potentially be juicing right now, and then um, just like you know get off the juice and then re-enroll as you know just take like a break from being in that." Everybody's on steroids. <laughs> Didn't you hear Nate? <laughs> that is true, except for Nate Diaz. That dude was built like a. He was pretty small. Yeah, he was small, but he he definitely had like you know str- not hidden strength, I guess. And, you know, it wasn't oh. apparent from like looking at him, but right. he had grappling strength. Yeah, yeah, definitely good grappling strength. Yeah, and he could take a beating. Mm-hmm. Like no one else. Yeah, we watched. Uh, I think I watched a fight with you. And man, he was just a mess after. He was every time, but was it, who did we watch him fight? Him versus Leon Edwards? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, now Leon Edwards is champion. Yeah. And remember, he almost finished him in the fifth round? Yeah. And then, But then he just pointed and laughed. We were like, go! Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, he must have been gassed. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that, but mm-hmm. I think he didn't have it in him to go for the finish. Yeah. No, I don't know. I had it in him to. Point at him and laugh, but I, I just think he like wasted a few valuable seconds, like when the guy was like, you know, Leon's really hurt. Yeah, but yeah, coordinate. Mm-hmm. Then there's the yeah the pay per view this last weekend. You know, Leon defended his title against Usman. I didn't get to watch it. I didn't even realize how early it was until it was too late. Yeah, no, I actually my little brother had a rugby game. Um, that I I missed like the some of the prelims and stuff, but that's not like you. Yeah, well, is I'm going since I was going to Alaska. You know, I kind of had to oh, okay. go see a rugby game at least before I before I left, and it's actually super cool. Like rugby, rugby is a cool sport. Mm-hmm. How are your uh, Phoenix Suns doing <laughs> after the big trade? Every, it seems like, is Durant hurt right now? It seems like every time I yeah. look at the box score, he's not even on it. Oh, yeah. Well, so he played, like, a few games, but then, yeah. um, he like, in pre-games before, I think oh, it was the, right. it was the home, home debut, he slipped. Yeah. And people were making jokes about, like, the towel boy getting fired and stuff. They're I like, bet he did. <laughs> but, I yeah. forgot about that. Okay, I did see that. I think he's out for, like, a few more weeks or something, but... I saw a clip of Booker today shooting. If he shot the first free throw, I think it was back when they were in the bubble, though, mm-hmm. and he made the free throw. And then he was all whining, complaining about the mascot was distracting him. It was the other team's mascot? And oh, the like, was it the Raptors? Yeah, yeah mascot. Yeah. It was like remember when everybody thought Booker was the next Kobe, and now he's all worried about a mascot? Uh, yeah. No, I, I I don't know. It's, I, Booker's one of those guys, like, I feel like I maybe probably wouldn't like him if I wasn't a Suns fan, but because I'm a Suns fan, I love Devin Booker. Like, I just like him because we went and we went to the Jazz game in Utah and mm-hmm. Phoenix was in town and Booker did some, he put up like 58 or something oh. ridiculous. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he, uh, 
He's definitely he's probably like the biggest star I'd say in Arizona sports right now. Um, Dang. Just because you know Cardinals ever since Larry Fitzgerald retired, you know we had we had Patrick Peterson for a while, but you know Cardinals was a short prime. Short prime, Pat P. Yeah, I felt like it went like that. Like he was. That was like eight, nine years or something. Football players' primes aren't aren't very long. I know they're not, but I don't remember him being a superstar for eight or nine years. Yeah, he's like, I can check how many times he's made the Pro Bowl, but um. Okay, well, that's like the worst voting. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> or I can even give you the All Pro list. Booker's a bigger deal than Kyler. Um, right now, yeah, because, um... Because Kyler sucks when Call of Duty's out? Oh, no, no. <laughs> Kyler was just held down by his coach, you know, um... Mm, right. The scheme just kind of messed him up, and DeAndre Hopkins being hurt really really hurt, too. Yeah. Uh, because his completion percentage would go up, like, I think it was, like, tw- something crazy, like, 10, 20% when, um... You try to find that, and I'll find the Patrick Peterson All-Pro. Oh, I, I just looked at... I'm, I got the Pro Bowls. Oh. Um, he was named to the Pro Bowl in his first eight seasons. Okay, what about All-Pro? Okay, well... That's a bit harder to find. Nobody cares about Pro Bowl selections. No, people... <laughs> people don't care about Pro Bowl selections until it's... It's like their player they're trying to champion for, and yeah, then all of a sudden, familiar. all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> Pro Bowl. Hey, no, actually, Nobody Patrick Peterson. The exact situation we're in right now. Well, um, um, no, he's actually not really liked anymore by Cardinals fans. Like Cardinals fans hate him now. Why? Uh, talked a lot of like crap about the Cardinals after he left. Like he's oh. talked crap about Kyler Murray. Was like, yeah, Kyler Murray's not a good leader, blah 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 blah. Oh. All that. And it's just like um well, slightly frustrating, young. you know, for uh people just to see like uh someone that was like you know, so adored when he was here. Cause, like Patrick Peterson was like practically just as big as Larry Fitzgerald for a while. Cause well Larry Fitzgerald obviously best player in Arizona Cardinals history, but Patrick Peterson, people really liked him. And, uh, let's see, all pro. Larry was cool. I remember. He was first team all pro in 2011, 2013, 2015. Okay. And that's first team. That's not even counting second team all pro. Yeah. Four years is pretty good. Mm hmm. Especially, like, you know, when you look at football players, primes of. Compared to like a baseball player or even basketball player, yeah, they're just not as long unless you're a QB, a kicker, or Tom Brady. Well, I guess you know or Tom Fitz. Brady was a QB. Yeah, he he was good for a while. Um, he played for forever. Yeah, a few of his last years, people are like trying to be like, okay, this is the player Larry Fitzgerald was for his whole career, and like make arguments that he's not even like top ten. I'm like, come on. He's probably top ten. He's top five. At top least. five. Because we got we got Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, then I'm putting Larry Fitzgerald at number three. Top three? Dang. Yeah. Not putting Terrell Owens over Larry Fitzgerald. Hmm. Fitz had a pretty And then probably Calvin at number five. Just because oh, of Calvin at his height though was like probably the 
you know, the best receiver I've ever watched in my entire life, but yeah. it's just, he didn't play long enough for me to put him that high. Yeah, true. He does. He, yeah. His retirement was really shocking. Mm-hmm. Him and like Andrew Luck, right? The two, two Luck guys. made a lot more sense to me. With the injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Calvin was pretty healthy. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I couldn't recall him having any like major health issues at the time he retired. Can you believe Stafford is still good? How long ago did Calvin Johnson retire? Stafford is, I wouldn't say he's good. He had like, he started out good, but his last year, the Rams even said they're willing to trade him right now. Even uh, after, because Baker's gone, right? Yeah, Baker, I think Baker signed with the Buccaneers. That sounds right, yeah. Um, I can't believe the Rams would, well, oh well. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, if hit Matt Stafford last year, um, he had, oh, i probably look at his stats. I'm pretty sure he did not have a good year. Yeah. 20, oh, he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. But he, even before he got hurt, 10 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Well, yeah. I mean, that the year rece- 2021. Well, he also had the receiving core was all hurt. Mm-hmm. Was was Allen Robinson hurt? Oh, Cooper Cup got hurt because he got hurt against the Cardinals. Yeah, Cup I remember and, that. Um, I felt so bad about that, actually, because I actually really like Cooper Cup. He's pretty cool. Just but they like, had another. I think Woods went down, too. Um, Woods was uh, Titans. Who am I thinking of? The Rams had another wide receiver that got hurt last year. Uh, was it Deshaun Jackson? Because I know I he was so. he was with them for a while. Um, I forgot about that, dude. He was pretty cool mm-hmm. back in the day. Oh yeah, no, uh, I there, he's like one of the guys that I want to eventually get a jersey of because just the like miracle in the Meadowlands, like that was such a cool yeah. um, play. Because when when I was little, I, all I uh, you know from playing flag football. I would look at like the returners and them being like elusive and never getting tackled and stuff, and I'm like, I want I want to be a punt returner. That was like all Hester. Devin Hester. That's why I have a Devin Hester jersey. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. cool. I used to play. um, I had this kid that lived in my neighborhood, and he was super into football. And they were Chicago sports fans. Mm -hmm. Hang on. Okay, we're back after a brief intermission. We had some construction work going on outside. But uh, I think I was talking about this friend that lived in my subdivision. Uh, we used to play football in his backyard all the time, and he's a Bears fan. And he would always pretend to be Devin Hester. That oh, was yeah? his guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Devin Hester is so cool, man. He's yeah. like, he's probably my favorite player of all time. You think Honestly, he's the best return man ever? 100%. He should yeah. already be in the Hall of Fame. He's gotten rejected two years in a row. It's weird that he's not. Mm-hmm. How can he be the best at your position ever and not? Well, it's because people, some people try to make the argument that being a returner isn't actually a position. And which, and they're like, well, some of the elite players would be like all-time great returners if uh, they weren't playing their position. Like Tyreek. Like, I guess maybe, like, you know, Tyreek, you know, there's probably like, what, like three guys you can name? And that, that it's the case for them. Like yeah. Tyreek, um, Patrick Peterson, he had four his you know uh, rookie year, four punt returns for touchdown. Oh. Um, but he just wasn't very good at it afterwards. And it was like he, I don't know if he wasn't trying or not, but. Um, it's just not worth getting hurt trying to return a punt if mm-hmm. you need your 
your all-star or mm-hmm. whatever Pro Bowl quarterback. Yeah, but he's literally the all-time, um, you know, he broke Deion Sanders' record. You know, he has more t- for touchdowns and stuff. And, um, yeah, I just he definitely, I think, should be in. Um, well, Deion Sanders is a chump. And then some people try to <laughs> – Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Some people what? Uh, some people try to say even that like uh, Cordero Patterson, um, you know who he is. Yeah, he should. Uh, he's gonna. Well, I definitely think he'll eventually make it for because of how good a returner he was. But they're like, well, I think Cordero Patterson is a better returner all time because now he's been having success playing running back. And I'm like, well, what? What the hell does that have to do with returning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like good for him, but mm-hmm. that's not what we're talking about. And he's like, you know, he's a decent r- running back now. Actually, yeah. he's, he was, I think he actually almost made the Pro Bowl, but um, yeah, it's just not the, not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we had some ideas. Um, do you want to talk more about your trip to alaska yeah so you said they're gonna pay for your housing yeah so the um they said the housing is gonna be completely paid for um there's actually two separate houses they're just they're building a new one um but one is like 30 35 minutes from a 35 minute walk from work okay um or from yeah to work and you have to like cross a bridge or like take the bus or something and uh but my buddy got us into the um newer house that is um it's like a five minute walk from work so oh nice i can like be snoozing and and, like you know wake up 10 minutes till work and like run out the door or something if needed yeah how cold is it in juno i know that's like the you probably get asked that a billion times um so and you can take a look at the temperature well i know (laughs) on average what it is but okay we go live at least it'll be summer it is 36 degrees there now. So not okay. too bad. Not that much colder than um, here. Yeah. Well, actually, like a couple weeks ago, it was like 19. Well, I guess it's warmed up here, too. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it shouldn't be like too bad. You know, uh, my buddy said that during like the peak of the summer, we can just be wearing like shorts and stuff, which I was like kind of relieved to hear because like... No, unless during the winter, I'm like always wearing shorts. Even during the winter, sometimes I would wear shorts. Uh, going to Timberline, I would tough it out because it's like we're indoors the whole day. Yeah. So um, I just uh, you gotta the, show off the legs to all the Alaskan yeah. ladies. <laughs> in the ten degree weather, I'd be like going from my car, like <laughs> just into the school. Because in Arizona, the high school, it's not not all indoors. You uh. It's like separate buildings, and you walk oh. out outdoors, you know? Yeah, like a campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pretty much just like a you know, college campus or something. You look good. You still cutting? Um, Not. Yeah, kind of, I try to, but then I'm like some days I'm like, I eat more than I should. And yeah. Boozing doesn't help. Mm-hmm. No, actually, well, they say <laughs> it helps. Uh, they say alcohol makes um, the blood go to your extremities, and that, w- that helps with like working out. I heard that on TikTok as well. So, <laughs> I'm not buying that. <laughs> but disclaimer, yeah, they do. They do say um, it, like affects your um, make it makes it a lot harder to lose weight. But um, yeah, no, just as long for me if I stay like around like 180 pounds, you know, as long as I'm far away from what I was uh, during uh, football. You're 180 right now. Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay. 
making you feel bad or something? No, or? I'm just a little confused because I'm like I'm still small. Like I've tried, I've been trying to bulk. I'm one seventy four point four right now. Okay, and it's like I look, I look way smaller than you. Well, you're taller than me. That's true. Not by a lot though, just an inch or two. Yeah, even it, I might be taller actually. I don't know. Just kidding. Evan's kind of bulking up now too. Yeah, dude. his legs are getting a little thicker. Uh-huh. That's a well. Ian Ian's been trying to, but uh, he literally eats a bunch of food then loses weight. So, <laughs> oh, I feel that <laughs> it's he, a struggle. He's taller than me. Too. He's probably about your height, Ian. Okay. Um, I thought he was maybe. I don't know. I've never really stood next to him, but he looks taller than me. Oh, really? You think? How so? tall is he? I think he's six foot. Okay. Uh, he tried to tell me he was six one the other day, and I called him a liar. <laughs> uh, he's. Cause I don't think he's taller than my dad really so how'd you lose weight do you do cardio or you just eat less just eat less um just for a while i put myself in like an extreme calorie deficit i don't know i would i'd eat like 2000 a day maybe 20 2600 it was like a number i found that was like kind of nice that would allow me to eat a good amount of food um because that's a healthy way to do it yeah i thought yeah i love i love eating food and uh so I had to like find all these like alternative foods that I could, um, you know, still manage to eat a lot of, but not right. have them be super calorific. So for a while, it was just I was having like boiled eggs every single day. Like I would make, <laughs> I'd make like, I'd like have like six of them at once. And those then, things are disgusting. Not when you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> not when you're like really like. I remember when I was cutting. At one point, I was eat, I ate like I took like a bite of plain rice. And Mmm, that was delicious. And then I was like, "What have I become?" <laughs> oh man, that's so gross. Mm-hmm. What? How many calories were you putting down when you were offensive lineman? I wouldn't even pay attention really to it. Which I, I almost wish I had gotten bigger during that time. Maybe even gotten up to like two, two thirty, two forty. What were you at? I was like two twenty. But then when we would condition a lot uh, during the season, I got down to like 205 pounds oh just from how much they were running us that's a small lineman right there mm-hmm. yeah no it made it made it a lot harder definitely but um yeah but now it's just eating less like i was probably eating still as much as i wanted then but sometimes like after practice they would run us like really hard and then I, my, my stomach would kind of be like a little, a little like iffy and then i would just like go to sleep and then like wake up to the next day and not eat anything after practice oh that's tough yeah it didn't it wasn't like a challenge or anything it's just like just happened yeah right? and then um yeah no i never really had to like focus on eating a lot no it probably would have even helped me you know with lifting if i had eat, if i had like focused on eating more and um are you still lifting? No, no. Just calisthenics, push-ups. Yeah, just push-ups, pull-ups, and which I could. I have a weight set at home. I could be working out. You ever hit the bag anymore? Uh yeah, I do actually. Yeah. You know, every once in a, I actually hurt my wrist the other day. <laughs> no. Do you throw a hook wrong? Yes, yeah, that's what always like got that. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you throw, you like hook it too much and catch the wrist wrong. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of dangerous how I have it set up. I have it on my pull-up bar, but it's in my um. The pull-up bar is just on a, uh, like, weights rack, kind of. Um, okay. You know, just like... If, like on the side of a squat rack? Uh, no, in the front of the squat rack. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I just have it hanging there, and so I can't, I can't really, like, throw too wide of a hook. Like, I I, actually, I was, like, going to town on it, and then I 
took, missed the bag, and then punched the metal bar. Oh, man. <laughs> which it didn't hurt because I, you know, I had gloves on, but, um. Still scary. And I was like, hmm, probably not the smartest thing to do. That's fine. It's like, uh, it like reminds me the, the other week I, I was, so I've been watching the, uh, Dana White's Power Slapping League. Oh, yeah. And, um, which some people are really against that, which. <laughs> They're like, because it, it takes no skill and, and stuff. And it definitely does not take too much skill. Though, like, as the show progressed, you did start to see, like, a skill gap form between everyone. Um, yeah. Like, the people that had the really, like, they tested their, like, neck strength, like, and stuff. And the guy who had, like, the strongest uh, neck strength at light heavyweight was, like, t- eating all these, like, slaps. Like, like no oh, one yeah. else was. Um and like the in the finale, it was him versus I think the guy who had like one of the higher um, slap like force because they measured it just like they measured like the punching force of guys, mm-hmm. and um, the guy rocked him on the f- first slap because they they said like oh the coin flip matters so much in this power slapping thing, uh, the the guy rocked him like real bad on the first slap, or but the guy who had the crazy neck strength like got up. And uh, if they're, like, still wobbly, they'll stop it. Kind of just like, like UFC or something. They even use the same referees. Um, oh, dang. Yeah, it's, like, kind of weird because it's, like, such a change from probably what they're used to. But, yeah, because um, usually the – or always, right? In the UFC, the refs have also been fighters. Um, No, not, not necessarily. Uh, they've always been fighters. But, like, if um, – uh, like some of them have like trained before. Definitely, some of them have. Yeah, not um, necessarily UFC, but like they know what's going on. Yeah, most of them. Some of them, the people would make the argument that they have no idea what's going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, they he like rocked him on that first slap, and then the guy got up and and like KO'd the other dude on his first slap. Dang, not like cold, but the guy was like. Like, like he, out of it. Like his head, he would try to get up and his, he would just like face plant like over oh. and over again. <laughs> Which it is pretty brutal, but I was like in my, uh, just in my like living room, I was like, I wonder if I'd be any good at that. I was like testing it out because you aren't allowed to like move your feet or, or anything. And I yeah. just slapped the air and then I accidentally slapped like on, hit the wall on, the, on my follow through <laughs> and I was like, oh, that hurt really Man bad. Man got injured before he started. No, I, I didn't. Didn't injure myself, but I think I actually hurt myself on my wrist because now it pops a little when I squeeze it <laughs> on the hook. But I feel like you'd be good at it. Good at slap. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a compliment? I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> just as good as you would be at MMA, just from watching UFC. Yeah. You watch people slap. You know how to slap. Yeah. Right. They. Uh, how hard they go over be? the technique and stuff. Um, that was, like, a big thing that they were having a problem with it, though, um, was people kept, like, fouling. And, like, they were, one foul is, like, you can't step when you um, slap someone. You have to have your feet planted the whole time. You can, like, pivot a tiny bit, and then, but you can't even, like, lift up your foot too much. Like, they, they'll give you a little allowance, but, like, then they'll call a foul for that. Um, they'll call a foul for um, flinching if the, if you flinch while you're getting slapped. Okay. Um, but even this dude like flinched, and then the other dude, because he flinched, he ended up hitting him on, like on like the top of his head, and he like broke his hand. 
uh, because the dude flinched. And then the other dude got to move on because uh, the other guy was injured. Which just is kind of like... other hand. Mm-hmm. Well, one guy tried to do that and he just got kind of destroyed. Like, <laughs> a lot of times with the big guys, like, every single time it's just one hit KO, one hit KO, one oh. hit KO. And, like, the little guys, they're... A little more technique, but then there there was like a couple of guys that uh, just like kind of started to separate themselves from the pack. So the coin flip is a big deal. Oh, they say it's like nearly everything, especially with the bigger dudes. That's kind of dumb. Yeah, it's <laughs> like NFL. Over it's like time. walking to your doom if you lost it. You're just like, uh, which the only time I've seen it, like a guy like be able to, um, really benefit not benefit but like um it didn't affect him too bad was the guy i was telling talk telling you about who is the he's a light heavyweight champion now actually but they had for it they had brought in these like guys from like missouri or something that were already in this like um slapping league and essentially now they're kind of getting like more medical attention for the guys and everything so it's like a safer environment to do it in but at the same time now it's being promoted more so there's definitely, like, in terms of the safety, you know, benefits and um, some, like, not-so-good parts of it. Where do you try to hit? Do you try to go, like, the base of your palm to the jaw? Uh, I think that's so... They don't want you to club them. Uh, I think it's just, like... Honestly? I'm not sure. They were just, like, slapping each other. We could we could try <laughs> watching it. Watching In slow if you motion. Want. I don't think I can do third-party content. Mm-hmm. No, oh, you don't have to show it on there, but um, yeah, yeah. After the podcast, oh yeah, so yeah. Um, it's pretty. I don't know. Some people are like, "Oh, that's horrible." You know, he's getting knocked out. But I think I've gotten so desensitized to violence, which is probably not a good thing. But yeah. um, that it's like slowly just uh, too many Nate Diaz fights watched. Yeah, too many guys just get knocked out. Like like in the USC. Like I'm. I remember like when I was little, I used to. Even on YouTube, like, you watch, like, UFC top 10 knockouts of all time or something. Oh, yeah. There's, like, this video has, like, 80 million views or something. Like, flying knees and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. And I'd be, like, after they get knocked out, if they get hit again, I'd be, like, flinching. Oh, my gosh. I can't even watch this. I'm, like, sick now. That's what's scary is getting hit. Like, sometimes they go out on their feet still. And it's, like, if you're in the middle of the combo, it's hard to just stop it. Well, and they're taught, you know, because some guys will, um, you know, come back from... um, you know, getting knocked out like real bad or something. And so they're taught to go until the ref pulls them off. Yeah. And so they'll still be like punching the dude who's like unconscious like a few more times. Yeah. But they'll get like four or five punches off sometimes before the ref is able to get in there. Oh, yeah. You'll see like the, all the memes of like Herb Dean, Herb Dean like running like yeah. <laughs> over to the guy who's uh getting, getting his face pounded in. Doesn't, doesn't look fun to be the guy who's uh, out out but well we watched tyson fury get up uh uh-huh. see he exactly like he was that was crazy yeah it's like rising from the dead or something yeah phoenix from the ashes mm-hmm. that was that was like one of the craziest like comebacks i've ever seen in the ufc though there's this one um fight that happened a, kind of a pretty while a while ago there was this guy named uh czech congo versus pat barry who Pat Berry is this, um, he's an MMA coach now, like, uh, he's Rose Namajunas, oh. uh, he's her coach, um, he's actually, I think they're, 
they're together. He's like her um, husband now. But um, oh, there's weird. this. Uh, yeah, it was a little. Uh, it was a kind of a weird case. You can uh, look into it later. But um, there's some con, definitely some controversy surrounding that because he like knew her since she was like 14 or something. So uh, she's older than that now. It's okay. Well, yeah, but he's uh, he was like 20 or he's like 29 when he met her. Oh, and so people accuse him of uh, grooming. But luckily, in this in this instance, I'm uh, talking about he he uh, he got knocked out, but but he was almost knocked out. Czech Congo, and Czech Congo was like falling on the ground. He's like weaving and bobbing his head, and then all of a sudden he gets up and then just lands one like square punch to him, and he like gets knocked out. Dang, mm-hmm. no, it's like pretty cool, pretty awesome. Like one of the best comebacks ever. But that's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's such a being a referee for combat sports is so hard because mm-hmm. yeah. you get, I mean, you have a split second and you're going to get criticized either way, the early oh, stoppage yeah. or waiting too long. Yeah, no, it's, um, and especially like even being like a judge or something, you know, you get, you'll get, someone will criticize you, you know, you're going to get criticized by everyone. And, uh, especially now it's like every fight people on social media, are, Oh, he got robbed. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, not really. Mm hmm. Yeah, no. Sometimes I'm I'm on social media yelling that a guy got robbed. <laughs> yeah. Well, usually like, uh, you and I will agree. Yeah. I think we watched. Uh, we did. We had it out one time. Is it O'Malley versus Yawn. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I yeah. I've I've gone back and watched that one actually. And um, I could definitely see cases for both. Yeah. You know? I I just think it's like a diff- It's like what do you value more? Right. Really in. Um, I guess I'm not, you know, I, I haven't taken the, you know, classes on judging MMA fights or anything. And I like, have, yeah. And those guys I'm have. all up to date. Oh. No. Oh, uh, I was going to say, you didn't invite me? What the heck? <laughs> that actually kind of sounds like fun. You but know? for somebody, for you to say that somebody got robbed means that, it should mean that there was like a clear winner. Mm-hmm. So these fights that are close, and it's like, oh, he got robbed. It's like... No, he didn't. Maybe they made the wrong decision, but mm-hmm. he didn't yeah. win by that much. Especially the championship fights. The only robbery that I can really think of that I was like, man, that that might have been a robbery was when uh, Patty the Batty in his last fight. <laughs> oh my god! Against Jared Gordon. Um, <laughs> definitely, like I was like, what? Like, like even British people are like, huh? <laughs> but then they're like, oh, I'll take it because he's. He's a big star, you know, polarizing personality. People really like him. He's such a dork. Yeah, I, I don't like the guy. <laughs> I don't either. You know, 1776 and all that. So take that, British <laughs> 13 British colony person. lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good time watching Great Britain lose the World Baseball Classic. Mm-hmm. They had the weakest jerseys ever, dude. Some of the Some of the World Baseball Classic jerseys actually sucked. Did they, I didn't see uh, mostly of what I've seen about the World Baseball Classic has been from Twitter. Um, I did see the Japan beat um, Mexico. Yeah. The Cardinals the closer blew the lead in the ninth inning. Oh really? Yeah. Is that? Um, but isn't what? What's his name? Who's on the Japanese team? Newpar. Otani. Uh, Otani. Yes, okay. I saw. I, I think he was like the tying run, and then um, that sounds right because he uh, let it off with a double. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy, you know, 
they were like already rushing the field before it even like got to home. Yeah. But uh they get hyped for the classic. Yeah, no. The players I've heard multiple players talk about how it's more of an adrenaline rush than the World Series. Well, it's like it's your people, right? Like I can understand, you know, um just like, you know, if you're being in a foreign place and then um like then going back to your, you know, home country and then just yeah. you're playing with guys who speak the same language as you, you know, True. that's probably like a lot easier to connect emotionally with those guys than it is with uh, guys who you have no idea what they're saying. Not no True. idea, but it's like No, broken. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Mm. Some of them, though, you can kind of question, like, really? You're really Mexican? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like really? This dude, yeah, this dude from, oh, he actually plays for the Diamondbacks, Alec Thomas. He went and played for Team Mexico. Uh-huh. It's like, your name is Alec Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did see there's um, someone, like, um, some like guy on the Japanese team, uh, or something. He's like, it's like his mom was Japanese or something. But he like, yeah, he doesn't think even that's, speak Japanese. And yeah, he was that's just the like, guy from the Cardinals. He's like, what did they say? <laughs> yeah, they were like, do you know any Japanese? He's like, just when my mom yelled at me. It's <laughs> like I don't know if you really are you Japanese, mm-hmm. but it is really cool to see everybody go back and. Um, Yadi Yadi or Molina? I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, I'm, I do not. No, I'm not up to okay. base. I'm not up to date on my baseball knowledge at all. He was the Cardinals catcher for forever, but he has a ton of pride in mm-hmm. Puerto Rico's home country, and he's he's the manager now. He he's finally all retired and old and mm-hmm. managed that team. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. all grows up. Yeah, yeah. You know, have you been watching uh, any March Madness or? Um... Not a ton, because I've been working and whatnot, but um, I watched, well, I saw BSU lose, mm-hmm. and I saw Texas win, like, one and a half times. Okay, yeah. That's about it. You know, I've been, I've been like, sometimes catching the games, like, um, just if they happen to be on, like, when I'm eating dinner. Yeah. But as they're getting towards these, like, more, you know, the final, where they're in the Sweet 16 right now, I think. Yeah. Um. I haven't been watching them just because uh, they're not on like later at night, really. Um, I did see that you know the big uh, upset when the was it the Princeton Fairleigh Dickinson beat oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Purdue. Yeah, yeah. That I almost said Virginia. I know Virginia got upset as well, though. I think that was the Princeton one, wasn't it? Who did Princeton beat? I'm not sure. I'd have to. I'd have to look. I it saw up. a funny um, conspiracy theory about that. That was like, oh, mm-hmm. the only one that was fixed so that Biden's bracket would be screwed. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's like, don't blame them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I. They used to like when I was in school, they'd give us uh, brackets to fill out. But um, yeah, that I was cool. I haven't. Uh, I haven't filled one out in a in a while, just because like. Even when I was little, I'd know it. Like my parents aren't aren't really into like college, you know, basketball at all. So yeah. I would never end up watching it at all. And even like, you know, with the, I guess you know, for a while that they had to go to college. But um, you know, now top prospects in the uh, NBA draft, like some of them aren't going to college. Some half of them are from like overseas. Yeah, and so it's like you know, you still get. Probably more more than half of the guys in the draft are college players, but mm-hmm. um, it's like the top guys are like not going not going to college anymore. So I just yeah. don't see much of a point to watching it because 
it's like I see that NBA as like the end goal for it, and it's like, you know, what's the what's the point of watching them in college then? Right. Yeah, we'll see if that changes now that college athletes can get paid. Because oh, I yeah. think for a while it was like, why would I go to college and pay money when I could go to Europe and make money? But um, part of the problem with watching college basketball for me is, like, who are you cheering for? Like, the top stars go there for one or two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So like, it's just hard to keep track of. Yeah, I remember when Zion went to Duke. Like, he was so, so hyped up. Mm-hmm. And I was like... That was probably, like, the most college basketball I've watched in a year was just because I was like, oh, it's Zion Williamson's crazy. That was us with Tatum because Tatum went to high school in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. So especially my friend AJ, but all of us a little bit tracked Tatum through high school, and then it was like, okay, he's going to college. Okay, one year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, are you really going to be a Duke fan and like all these players for for one year? Boston Celtics. (laughs) Best team in the East. Yeah. Milwaukee's pretty good, but I think uh, I don't know. Man. I think Giannis Boston would win that series. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I think Giannis is uh, not let that happen. He's an animal. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd say he's a freak. A <laughs> yeah, freak. freak. <laughs> Al Horford is pretty good defensively, though. That'd be a cool matchup. Uh, Boston. I'll is, take Giannis versus anyone. Boston's so good defensively, one through five. Yeah, it doesn't matter, though. Giannis can defend the one through five. <laughs> Focus your efforts on the offensive half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm Let sure Middleton and those guys play I defense. Wonder, like his, how his knees hold up through all that, you know? Because he's a big dude. He is a big dude. Like, coming out of college, he was, like, skinny. But, not college, out uh, of Greece. Um, he was real skinny, but... Um, he bulked up nicely. He got that NBA training and dietitian. Yeah, no. The... That was crazy, his transformation. Zion needs the opposite. <laughs> Dude needs to, needs to figure out a way to stay on the no, court. He, uh, he slimmed down, but he still got hurt. He's I, just so big, dude. Like, yeah. I saw a stat that said he averages more points per game than he averages games per season. Oh, wow. It's like 28 and a half to 27 points something or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's unfortunate. I remember um, I wanted the car or not the Cardinals, the Suns to like somehow trade up and get him, just because I loved watching him when he was at Duke. But um, then I wanted us to take his teammate Cam Reddish, and then we Cam was cool. Then we passed on him. I can't remember who we took in his spot, but um, I think no, it was Cam Johnson. I'm pretty sure. Remember how much I used to hate on Aiton? Dude, you would. That was like my first introduction to you. You're like, hey, my name's Quinn Wheatley, and I hate DeAndre Ayton. He, he's really turned into a star. I think now he's kind of underrated. Mm-hmm. But that man could not catch the basketball when he came into the league. Mm-hmm. No, I, for a while, people were calling him a bust, right? And then um, yeah. he slowly you know, started getting better and better. And That'll be wise men, too. Sometimes centers just take a little while. Mm-hmm. I think Wiseman's still got hope, but yeah, Aiton couldn't stand that guy when he came into the league. He couldn't do, like, you could tell that the potential was there, but if you can't Mm -hmm. catch or score the basketball, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, well, even then, just imagine what, um, being a fan of the team that he's on (laughs) and having to watch that. (laughs) Just heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I used to watch the Suns a lot more when, um, 
when I was little because that was like probably like the sport I'd watch the most with like my dad was you know Steve Nash and yeah, Nash. Um, Sean Marion. Uh, I've never really watched Marion, but Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire. Like um, Stoudemire was a beast. Mm-hmm. He was like my favorite player, and then when he went to, went away to the Knicks, I was so sad. But I'm pretty sure they used to play the the Suns games on like the local. You know, local television there, oh. like not cable. But then they, I think they dropped them. I'm pretty sure. Oh dang! Either that, or I was just little and didn't know what was going on. But um, damn, then we just didn't watch them for a while. And they, you know, they were horrible for the longest time. So pretty much until I got Booker. Yeah, no, there was like a little hope when we had you know Bledsoe and Booker together, or Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. But um, then we traded him, and I was like, okay. I'm I remember that because when they traded him, it was like, is, are they giving up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it seemed like we were just kind of like, you know, throwing our arms in the air, surrendering. The Cardinals really haven't uh, done much the this offseason, the NFL offseason. We probably, I think we signed like four guys, like two of them already on the team. But uh, is who's your team again? I've, have they made any moves, really? I don't really even have an NFL team because we lived, you know, in St. Louis. It was like the Rams sucked. And that owner, Kroenke, is the worst. Stan, yeah. He's the worst. So we, I wasn't, like, I watched most of the Rams games, but it was, like, kind of hard to call yourself a Rams fan. And then yeah. they left and got good. And it was like, okay, I can't really just top on the bandwagon. <laughs> I oh, like, kind, um, of, kind of feel bad. No, I wouldn't. I, I went to the Colts because Indianapolis is relatively close. Mm-hmm. And then Andrew Luck retired, and it's like okay. So you jump ship every time something bad happens to the team, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. I don't like football enough to watch losing football. I I get you there. Yeah, I guess that would be a main like reason that you see a lot of like bandwagon fans because it's like no one likes to watch their team lose. Yeah. Um, but I've stuck yeah. I've stuck through it though with the with the Cardinals. Um, the first like game i remember watching and like having sort of like knowing what was going on was the the 08 uh nfc championship game mm. between the cardinals and the eagles or it might have been 09 because it was the 09 super bowl yeah it probably was 09 but um yeah i remember initially i was like watching like cartoons or something you know just chilling and then my mom was like oh yeah we need to watch this game and i was like why (laughs) and she's like it's important and i was like okay and then we won and then we watched the super bowl and we were winning the whole time but or not the whole time that we finally got the lead and you know larry fitzgerald had that long you know slant that he took for a touchdown yeah and then once they took the lead i or once they won I, i was crying and that was like the second game where I knew what was actually going on. You didn't even want to watch it next time. I was like, crying. yeah, I was like in tears just because it was like, yeah, no. And and then now I've just watched every single season since then. And uh, for a while, you know, I've gone through so watching so many different quarterbacks like um, Palmer. Palmer is good. Yeah, Palmer's like. Probably the well, he broke a bunch of Kurt Warner's records, so he's arguably like the best quarterback in Arizona Cardinals history. Other than you know, you give Kurt Warner credit that he will, he led us to the Super Bowl and stuff, but um, he wasn't quite prime Kurt Warner. Yeah, and he I don't think he was with the team for as long as Palmer was with the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, but I watched uh, 
like Richard Martell. Um, you, you probably have no idea who that is. Max Hall, probably have no idea that who that is. sounds kind of familiar, but no. Um, John Skelton, uh, Kevin Cobb, Derek Anderson. Nope. Brian Ho- Brian Nothing. Hoyer was actually with the Cardinals oh, yeah, for a yeah. bit. Okay. Um, who else was there? There is. Um, you didn't have Mark Bolger and Sam St- Bradford back to back. It's not as bad. You know, at least you have a bit of consistency here. Like the all these quarterbacks I'm naming probably played in the same span of five years. Oh dang. Mm-hmm. Mark Bolger wasn't bad when he when he was younger. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We had a sure- lot of that. Pretty sure he might have made the Pro Bowl at one point. We had a lot of that. Oh, look, this young guy's pretty good, and he sucks. Yeah. We had so much hope when uh, Tip on Austin was coming. He, I thought he was super cool coming out of uh, college, but then um, I remember one time against the, I think it was against the Cardinals. He like thought he was like hurt, and he started like like squirming around on the <laughs> ground, and we're like, oh my god, is he dying? And then he like got up, and he was like, okay. Let's see, Mark Bulger. Did nothing. Yeah, actually, 2006, he made the Pro Bowl. Okay, when I was four, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, I and, then it was, there. and then it was 12 years of below mediocrity football. I, he didn't play for that long, it looked like. No. no it was, he it played definitely from wasn't him that whole time. Seven, seven years. Not a long career, especially for a quarterback. Too long to grow up with bad football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see. I could see that. And that's probably what attributed to you not being a big car- football fan, right? Probably because uh, the St. Louis Cardinals—they were pretty good, right? The whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had so baseball. They played hundred and shoot, hundred and sixty-two. I'm drawing a blank. Hundred and sixty-two or hundred and sixty-three games. And the Cardinals have had more 100 win seasons in my lifetime than losing seasons. Wow. Wow. Two very different tales of two different Cardinals teams. Yeah, so it's like... Because how many times you won the World Series in that time? In that time, just twice. I think we've been... Oh, just twice? Yeah, just twice in my 20 years. But we had... I I think we've been four times. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like technically, well, technically I was alive during the uh, Diamondbacks World Series win, but I was... Is that in 02? I was oh one. Oh one. okay. But October, you know, October of 2001, I was born in September of 2001. Count it. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll take it, but um, like... Actually, the... That's my, my dad is like, loves the Diamondbacks, and um, he had like a Diamondbacks hat for the longest time, and... That's cool. um, Pretty sure that's why, you know, just because they won the World Series. Like, who are you yeah. going to root for? The good team, right? Yeah, true. They're actually pretty exciting right now. Are they? Yeah, they've got um, a couple outfielders coming up. Alec Thomas and I think Corbin Carroll. And yeah. I think they have a third baseman coming too. What about the other guy that we drafted, like, second overall? Like, two, two um, a year ago? Shoot. Is it Jordan Lawler? No, I I can't remember his name. Um, I know Jackson Holiday went first. I can't remember who they got second. Um, what year was that? That Holiday went. So is that twenty twenty two? Yeah, that's not this year technically. Oh, okay. This calendar, this this draft. 
Okay, let's look. So Hall. Uh, I think Jordan Lawler's on the Drew Lions. Jones. Okay. Oh yeah, he was supposed to go number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember then everyone was like really shocked. That yeah, when that Jackson happened. Holiday. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I, I'm pretty sure that guy he Holiday was still like top five projected or something, but um, probably not like number one. Overall. No, no, Drew was like, yeah, mm-hmm. he was a lock. I remember seeing a lot of clips of him in high school getting trash talked. Yeah, and, and then are the one where he hits a home run right yeah, afterwards. Overrated. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like turn around, look at everyone, and then like walk back. But um, I'm gonna look up Jordan Waller now because I'm pretty sure he's coming up. That's like one of the things about baseball that's a little frustrating for me is yeah, because the it takes so long for the the rookies to actually you know end up making an impact on the True. on the team. And it's like. I don't know. It might be my like ADHD or something, but um, just hurry up and get there. I'm like, come on, just like, like <laughs> that's like I, I don't have patience sometimes for like long video games and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I need the the guy. That's why I like the NFL draft so much, is because um, it's like every single guy you draft in every single round has a potential to like make an impact on the team year one. NBA is that way too. Mm. Yeah, but not not the hit rate certainly isn't as high. Yeah, because they're going to contribute most of the time, the first few rounds at least. Mm-hmm. Well, but, the yeah, what the shocked me like the first time I ever like paid attention to the NBA draft that it's only two rounds. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I always forget about I was that. Playing, I was playing like a, a, I got like NBA two K or something, and I was just like doing some oh like, like franchise mode. Yeah, franchise, and I was like. Okay, you know, I had like the twenty like fourth pick in the draft, and I drafted the guy. I'm like, okay, you know, thinking off of NFL terms, I'm like, okay, this guy's gonna be my starter here. Um, and then I was like, sixty seven overall. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's trash. <laughs> I have gotten more appreciation for the for the way baseball does it because mm-hmm. um, me and my friend Griffin have gotten more into buying and selling baseball cards. Yeah. So it's like you buy this kid when he's 17 years old, right when he's drafted, and then a couple of years later, it's actually worth some money. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You're still doing that a whole lot, the, the cards? Yeah, trying to. Uh, the overhead's pretty bad. It's hard to keep pouring money into it because mm-hmm. we've, I mean, I probably have close to like a thousand bucks in cards I'm just waiting to sell. Damn. So it's like, yeah, it's hard to keep pouring money into it when you haven't cashed out yet. Yeah, so you, you kind of got to wait till you're getting that consistent like um, flow of being able to cash out and stuff. Till yeah, you it's kind of, I mean, it's the same as being drafted. So you buy these guys when they're drafted, and then you got to wait for them to make the league. Mm-hmm. Wow. But um, the so Cardinals have a guy this, like burns out or something, it's kind of like... It's pretty... It's a lot more rare in baseball than other sports to have like a lock on a prospect and then something happens and he's not any good. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals have this kid coming up right now. He's like our age, but he's six seven two fifty. Oh, so he's about my height. Yeah, he's pretty similar build to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. But unbelievable, like can't miss kind of prospect. Like if he makes the team this year, he'll be the fastest player on the team. Oh wow! Like just at six seven two fifty. Yeah, just a true five tool player. Sounds like a tight end. Let's get him over yeah. to the football field. Yeah. yeah, he definitely plays the wrong sport, but um, gonna cash out pretty good on some of his cards. Mm-hmm. And yeah, actually, gonna do pretty good on some of these Diamondbacks guys. I've got some pretty pretty cool uh, Jordan Lawler cards. 
he's also 20 years old and he should make the Diamondbacks this year. Okay. I I saw that thing of that um like a 16-year-old kid that was the catcher for yeah. um I don't I'm not sure which team, but So um, when you're the foreign guys can get drafted at 16. Mm-hmm. But the the domestic guys I think have to wait till they're 17 or 18. Now I can't remember. But yeah. So I have gotten more appreciation for for the young guys in baseball just through the cards and it's kind of fun to watch them grow. Mm-hmm. And but the way that they, they do rookies is really complicated because it's it's based on service time. Okay. So you can get called up after a certain date and as long as you stay under like a certain number of at bats or whatever, mm-hmm. your rookie season's the next year. Oh, that's kind of like the the NBA does that too. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I remember I was I was once again, doing an NBA 2K franchise. That's how I found out so many about like the NBA rules and stuff, and like uh, get to know like the rosters of the teams. But yeah. um, I was playing, and then like because uh, Joel Embiid was like pretty hurt. His like I don't know first year or two in the league, and then all of a sudden Joel Embiid won Rookie of the Year. I was like, and I like <laughs> I like took a picture of it, and I was like, what is this? It's glitch? like twenty twenty five. What is this glitch that's happening in this game? And then people are like, what do you mean? That's and pretty funny. Because like, Ben cause... Simmons seemed like he was a rookie for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he won Rookie of the Year, and everyone was like, he's still a rookie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Is there anything else you want to bring up while you're on the podcast? Uh, Any homies from back home you want to shout out? Not really, no. Damn. No, I think I... <laughs> not like, I want to thank my mom or nothing? Oh, I'll thank, I'll thank my mom and dad, and... uh you know Quinn Wheatley for here for bringing me on this podcast. Thanks for coming, man. Um, it's been pretty fun talking. Yeah, you know I I do love blabbering so a lot. So uh, you got that done. Uh huh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I wanted to get you on before you leave for Alaska. Yeah, maybe after I come back, I can give you like a retrospective. Or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah, let me know how everything went, and yeah. Are you gonna take? Are you going back to college classes when you get back? Yeah, definitely. But the kind of the problem I've run in—not problem, but um, obstacle. Like, obstacle is I come back in October. Oh, which is like that's late. Yeah, it's kind of like halfway through the this first semester, so I think I'm just gonna have to pick up in the spring. Probably, you might be able to get some like six week classes or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, man. All right. Man. Oh, do you want to shout out like an Instagram or something? Um, no. No? No, I, I deleted my Instagram a while ago. How am I supposed to tag you? Uh, <laughs> I was supposed the... to tag you and get these thousands of followers. Uh, you can tag my Twitter. I'm not on. Oh, I should, guess I should make a Twitter for the podcast. Oh, you don't I'm, have a Twitter? Not for the. You can't no. be a sports guy and not have a Twitter. I get, dude, every time some news breaks in mm-hmm. sports, I get it like 50 times. The last thing I want to do is open Twitter and see it all again. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But Yeah, thanks again. All right, man. It was fun.